The she doesn't exist, but you've met her of sports, apparently. <laughs> Coming to you from independent remote quarantine locations with me tonight are my co-hosts, the exclamation point, the passionate one, Reed. Good evening. And the M dash. It's a little more than a pause, but not quite a full stop. Coming to you from the big city, it's Adam. Ahoy, ahoy. And in the middle of the period, my name is Snoop. Gentlemen, episode... 184. Oh, boy. How are we? Well, doing all right. I'm doing great. Yeah. We've got a special... Well, we've got a special... Yeah, big co-host. cities here. I'm feeling good. Big I'm city feeling Adam good. High tea. House. High tea. Yeah, we got high tea just for Adam. Uh, big city Adam, how are you? It's been a while since you've been on the air with us. It has been a while. Uh, I'm doing great. I did, a, uh, did one of these evening showers to freshen up. Just for the show, oh, so I'm as, we I'm as fresh that. as I possibly can be, because I am normally an AM showerer. I usually don't mess mm-hmm. around with the nighttime showers, but Ooh, sun went down. Nighttime shower. took a shower, feeling fresh. Now, question for all of our listeners, um, uh, all six of them. I was going to say the <laughs> S is a little. Well, I'm uh, on this week, so I'm not going to listen. Well, that's true. That's so we're down. All five we're we're done. Shoot, yeah. it's spring break, so we're probably down to four at this point. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Maybe three. Rowdy slid off into a ditch somewhere. He's definitely not listening. He's definitely, yeah. <laughs> uh, when you take the evening shower, uh, as as rare as it may be, with that beautifully coiffed beard you have, do you go ahead and and then oil that at night, or do you just leave it? Uh, oh, you got it, some pillowcase oil. <laughs> no, I do not oil it at night. Uh, only oils for daytime. Oh, oils for daytime. Yeah. And actually, a lot, a lot oh, okay. recently from the moon, it can only glisten right. in the sun. Right. That's right. <laughs> not trying to be a nighttime beacon. Uh, yeah. No, I. I ain't trying to wild out at night. I found that over the last year that my uh, I have to remind myself to oil. Because it used to be a, a product of going out into the world. Mm-hmm. It was like my routine and oh, getting ready to I leave see. in the morning, like shower, make yeah. sure the beard's on point, then head out. Uh, now I just walk to the bathroom back to my desk, and there's no one to be on point for. So it's it, it has fallen out of my routine a little bit. But So now I'm just more like a periodic oiler, but it's always during the day. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm, I'm sure your your cat and your wife will be happy to hear how you've let yourself go. Yeah, yeah. you just thrown the regimen right out. Yeah, they've had front row seats for the whole thing. Already. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, for those who might be new, it might have picked us up uh, in the past. I don't know, couple months. You, they probably Big City Adam don't know a lot about you, uh, and, and we just kind of threw them in like the episode one of Battlestar Galactica, but. Can you give us a little bit of the origin story? <laughs> who who are you? Who who is Big City Adam? Let's get deep. Oh quick. man, yeah, yeah. What? It's like I told you last week. I try and just like burn the first ten minutes of the show. I think <laughs> oh, if, I know. If we don't burn the first ten minutes, and then just, we we like, got too much time. We got too much time, yeah. and then yeah. people want real facts instead yeah. of our made. And then there's facts. nothing to edit out and later, and you know, <laughs> exactly. got to keep them busy. Exactly. <laughs> right. Exactly. So who is Big City Adam? 
Make it quick. Jeez. What are you, my therapist? We're on time crunch here. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, I'm Big C. Adam in New York City, East Coast, Best Coast. Those don't rhyme, but elite. they are the same thing. Yes. Elite. I am a, elite. A, a coastal elite transplant, <laughs> uh, <laughs> formerly of Indianapolis, Southern Indiana, born and raised. Indianapolis for a good portion of time after that, or Central Indiana, we'll call it. And then, uh, yeah, I've been in New York City for six, seven years? Over six years. God, it's been that long. Yeah, not quite seven. Yeah, big city. I mean, you know, you don't have to gloss over. Big city spent some time in A town. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, oh yeah. I, I didn't intend to yeah. gloss over it. <laughs> I just intended not to spend too much time talking about myself. Yeah, no one intends to spend too much time there, but it has a gravitational pull um, yeah. far greater than its size. Uh, hey. Now you also kind That's of glossed my motto. over this. Uh, you you know Papa John, right? Yeah. Well, so we originate <laughs> oh, from like similar areas. I don't. We don't hang out. We don't you on those conference yeah. calls. He eats his forty pizzas every thirty days, and I eat my forty pizza every thirty days. But we don't eat the same pizzas. <laughs> yes. uh, but no, he's also from Southern Indiana, and so uh, when he was starting things up, there were friends of our family that like had some of the first pizzas he was making and stuff like that. Mm. And I had friends yeah, that like yeah. have worked on his house and all that sort of stuff too. So. Yeah. And you taken a ride in that bitch in Camaro. <laughs> yeah. That's well, just hanging out the window. That area, everybody <laughs> from that area it goes, hunts down their first car and buys it, right? Right. Well, <laughs> exactly. it goes fast enough where you can really knock the mailboxes off of their stands when you're hanging out the window. So you don't have to swing mm-hmm. that like hard. The, Pretty That's great. a junior highway of kicking the tires on a rig. Mm-hmm. How many mailboxes can this thing break off? <laughs> great. <laughs> great, great, great. Well, thanks for joining us, everybody. Uh, Rowdy is not with us, so apologies and congratulations for listening to this episode. <laughs> well, let, me get, let me get some gum real store. quick. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Get some. Got any real, crackers or anything back there? Crunchy. <laughs> Who's going to give our? We don't even know. Did he win? Did he win his what? his cheese? It's Jesus cracker off or whatever uh, it is. I'm just worried that he's off somewhere where he doesn't have access to the World Wide Web and he's he's gotten uh, little lax on his entries. Mm. I'm concerned that this yeah, is five happening. a day. Yeah, yeah. I cannot wait. I just I have a real good feeling that he's going to win this and it is going to be so awesome. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> You got one of those. You got one of those feelings, huh? Take I do. That, take that right to the track, sir. Oh yeah, yeah. I've had a real. I'm going to put it all on double zero. Let's do this. Yeah, I, I, got, a, I feel real good about this. I've had a real good feeling. Uh, all tournament. We'll get into this. That Michigan's <laughs> going to lose. And uh, you know what? The one time I didn't trust that feeling, they lost. Yeah. Uh, so that. Well, that but who be. knew that they would have an elementary school score? Yes, exactly. (laughs) Uh, So let's get into this. Hey, Big City Adam, how about some sports? How about it? All right, see, the first one here we got is aptly the tourney update. Let's talk about, let's talk tourney. We're We're down to four teams. We are down to four. Uh, Finally. Gonzaga still undefeated, going up against UCLA on one side of the bracket. And then on the other side, we've got Baylor, the Bears, Bear Down. Uh, against Houston, so I'm, I'm gonna steal your thunder, Big City Adam. That's what I. That's what I do. This is my podcast. Uh huh. Uh-huh. You pointed. As is your right. You pointed out 
that uh, you've got the two West Coast teams playing on one side and the two Texas teams playing on the other side. Thought that was kind of interesting. Yeah, that that's happened a few times during this tournament. Like, you know, we had USC and Oregon play each other, the two, like, mm-hmm. the Pac-12 teams. And I don't know if this is a product of a bubble situation. Like, is it is it because, like, I think you were saying a few weeks ago that they picked a, they did, like, the serpentine draft or, or, whatever, or like a snake mm-hmm. draft. I don't know if it's that. Do they do that every year? Or is it because usually... If you're like number one, you are the closest region to your school within. Yep. Right. And I don't know if yeah. they just didn't do that or whatever, but it, it feels like there's a lot of like interesting match matchups from people who are close to each other. Well, first off, I want to say uh, thank you for being one of our half dozen listeners, and, <laughs> and not only that, but paying attention. That's right. Remembering, they did, yeah. They, they did the comprehension something. is unreal. Yeah, yeah. unbelievable. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you passed your eye step. Uh, yeah. Your total battery is very high, sir. <laughs> yeah, it's blues bear. <laughs> My Jackson beer. So, uh, Wuzzle means to mix. That's right. Uh, we're off the rails. Yes, so this year they did do the serpentine. Normally there is um, some emphasis put on, yes, the number ones try and go to regions that are uh, closer to uh, where they're, like where the final... Uh, what, what would you call that? The regional final is played. Yeah. The other thing that they do, which has been a rule, and it looks like they tried to do it this year, is you are not supposed to play somebody that you've played previously in the first two rounds. Like, up until this year, that's the way it's always been. So, like, oh, interesting. USC and Oregon meeting in the round of 32, or I'm sorry, the Sweet 16, That's that can happen. I think that happened two years ago with the big 10. So it's not, that's not abnormal. Um, or I guess I should say it wasn't because of the way that they did the serpentine this year. But I, I do think that the Baylor and, and Houston and Gonzaga, not that anybody thought UCLA was going to be there, but like that, that, that Baylor Houston matchup seems to be because of the way that the, the, the serpentine happened yeah. and, they just were separated instead of being in the same region. Because I think that normally would have happened earlier, right? Like the Baylor, instead of Baylor-Arkansas, we probably would have seen Baylor-Houston. So right. Yeah, if they were really in the south or whatever, they would be in the west or the south. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. that's been a little different. But the, I, So I came into the Sweet 16 only having seven of, of 16 teams still in my bracket, and at this point, I don't know about you guys. Don't know if you want to give an update. If you're, if you're, uh, if you have more, uh, um, more teams than one, self worth than I do. <laughs> yeah, I have Gonzaga left, and I don't have them winning at all. Uh, That's thanks. all I have left is Gonzaga left. Let's see, Big City. Let's well, see me as right the right professional here. bracket filler outer, I have two teams oh. left. Gonzaga. That's yeah, that's right. And Baylor. Yeah, Baylor and Zags left. I didn't realize you had Tejas in the final four. Not a bad pick early on. I like Texas this year. Yeah. Um, yeah, so quick update on our tournament challenge. First place, Matt Adair. Second place, Tyler Clark. Third place, Mike Barado. Fourth, Big City. Fifth, Snoop. Tied for fifth, Colt Carpenter. But he's got big blue winning it all. Super fan and a belated happy birthday to number seven, Brandon Harless. 
then you got me, Evan Hawk, Andrew Schleyball, and uh, Justin. Is it's Kime, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Justin Kime in eleventh. Yep. So. so what, but what? but most of these people one two three four five six have Gonzaga winning it all. Uh, wow, wow! So yeah, it, could, I, it could bounce around quite a bit. I was doing a little perusing, and it looks like one through four all have Baylor and Gonzaga in the final game. So uh, I'm going with the Cougs, man. I'm all on that Cougs train. Yeah. What's interesting is it will, it might come down to the uh, score tiebreaker, which I think would be hilarious. Oh. Because oh yeah, Ooh, that's always an afterthought yeah. for me when filling out a bracket. But I, I went low, which I feel pretty good about after watching that Michigan game. Well, it's <laughs> not gonna matter, Reed. It's not gonna matter. I got 129. I got 129 combined points between Gonzaga and Illinois. So booyah. <laughs> so, well, let's go back to the, the the Elite Eight, the regional finals. We had some interesting games. Uh, Kind of two two blowouts, two stinkers, uh, it real, and then two closer games. At least the uh, Oregon State Houston game ended with six point difference, but it was closer throughout. Oregon State led most of that game. That was a good game. That was a good. That was the. Yeah. I would say that was the one good game. Yeah. And then Michigan UCLA was back and forth, but it ended up uh, hitting a hundred point total, forty nine yeah. to fifty one UCLA, the eleven seed. Real Cinderella story that UCLA, <laughs> just an upstart, upstart, yeah, a little upstart. Never yeah. been Small anywhere. Conference. Never had anybody. Yeah, yeah. little Terrible recruiting over mm-hmm. the last fifty years. Mm-hmm. Just atrocious recruiting. Yeah, no one even knows what their jerseys look like. Come out of there. Yeah, wins five games over the the last two and a half weeks to make it here. The second team coming from the playing game, first since. Uh, 2011's VCU, coached by one Shaka Smart, future coach of the Marquette uh, Gold. Uh, Did he go to Marquette? Yeah, he went to Marquette. Yeah. He, he left, left te- Texas? He left Texas yeah. to go to Marquette. Oh, I missed you know that. He wasn't even forced this? out of Texas. Nope. Wow. You know what I like about this show? Every once in a while, we can break three-day-old news to read. <laughs> I mean, we're always breaking, hey. <laughs> we're always breaking news. Reese got Reese got chores. Okay, <laughs> <That's funny. laughs> I can't keep up. Got responsibilities. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He went to Marquette. He's from uh, Shaka Smart's from Milwaukee. So he could have gone to Bloomington area. as well. Hmm, cool. He could have gone to Bloomington. Yep. Which would have put him closer to home. But no, he chose he chose to go to Marquette. Hmm. From what I understand, okay. he turned down the Marquette job uh, the year before he took the Texas job as well from VCU. So. Uh, well, ra- Texas, Texas money's good money. What's that? Texas money's good money. Yeah, he stacked a little paper. Find out. Now he can follow yeah. his heart. Yeah, and he <laughs> didn't pay any. Yeah. He didn't pay any state tax on that either. Yeah. <laughs> Six million dollars. Uh, I like the move. Everybody's moving to Texas. Shaka Smart's like, watch this. Watch, watch me go. <laughs> I'm going watch, to Wisconsin. Watch me whip. Watch me nay nay. Yeah. I'm yeah. out. Uh, I, not to ahead. be a homer. Uh-huh. Not to be a homer, but that Alabama game was good in regulation. It's when, in overtime, it got out of hand. But the regulation, I thought, was a pretty decent game. Did, did you? <laughs> I did. 
From a fan perspective, yes. From an execution perspective, I don't know. It left. Oh, they little... couldn't throw it in the ocean from downtown Bama. They, they, or from the from the stripe. I mean, they were their shooting was bad, but they were in it. I mean, they hit that buzzer beater to go into overtime, but it was clear UCLA had them. I mean, they what they end up losing by nine or ten in ten, overtime. Ten it, it, yeah. it was never, it was never a game in overtime, unfortunately, but. I mean, I thought it was it was pretty good uh, regular game. It wasn't an Oregon State game, that's for sure. That was that, and one of the Arkansas games I thought were the best two games I watched. Yeah, after shooting after shooting fifty percent, uh, I think they were seventeen for thirty three the game before Alabama. They went seven for twenty eight from the three point line, and eleven for twenty five from the charity stripe. So they eleven just for what twenty five, eleven no, for twenty five. That's unacceptable. You gotta shoot eighty percent from the stripe, or I'm not having it. So they're gonna I'm be running suicides. They're hey, gonna be running Coach laps. Reed, they're running death valleys. <laughs> and and, and you, I mean, you're getting if if you miss more than like if you get eight, you gotta shoot eighty percent, or I'm sitting you down. You gotta do it. There's no 80? reason to do it. Yes, come I on. mean, so. I mean, as someone who's played organized basketball. Thank you. I was going to say, as, as the as the person who's played the yeah. highest level of. But it's hey, only in the mind. Do you agree that it's only mental? No. As a six foot hands. As a six foot one starting center. Um, All right. For, hey. for an elite hey. basketball team in Indiana, in Indiana, so it counts. Uh, I, I I think, that, in my opinion, I feel like the baseline is seventy. Like. 70 mm-hmm. everyone should be able to hit 70 percent and that's mm-hmm. what you should that was kind of like always our benchmark um, whenever i played that. i felt like like that's where you start to get to and then you can build on yeah. that but yeah it is mental because you're just doing the same thing right every single time nothing moves yeah. the bat like get your mechanics going yeah. and just put it in the hole yeah yeah but it's like a golf swing like you have to like right it's like putting the ball in the same spot every time and like so you're doing that same motion with your arm and but yeah as shoot a granny i don't care if they go in i don't care what you do shoot it backwards if you can make them well and even even if you just hit like hat even just hitting percent. like if you're shooting two hitting one of two each time and then like you know, hitting some one-on-ones and whatever, that's great. But, yeah, I think when you're, like, when the team is shooting so poorly, it is, like, it's oh. the thing you do every practice. You should be doing it yeah. every practice. And, then like, whenever you're not at practice and you're shooting, like, you work on that by yourself because you can because it's it only requires you to work on it. Right. So, right. yeah, it's weird. And if you're not, like, you know, I feel like sh- if, if you're over seven feet tall, you might get a pass because yeah. the geometry is just weird. But yeah. like yeah, everyone else should be hitting 70%. Yeah. yeah, and I also think if you're over seven feet tall, I mean, you're, you're in a small enough percentile of people that you're playing basketball because you're tall. You may not even be that athletic, but at that right. point you've, like, you've passed the, the height threshold. So like that's why what you're you, playing basketball. Are you, are you creeping up on Malcolm Gladwell's statistics here, Snoop? Because I really think you are. It's something like uh, 80% of people <laughs> over 7 feet play competitive basketball. I mean, th- those aren't Mal- Malcolm Gladwell's facts. He may have 
uncovered some or published <laughs> them, but he did not. He did not. Here come up with we that. go. Well, well yeah, I think the point Steve was trying to make is that as long as you spend ten thousand hours shooting free throws, <laughs> yes. exactly, you saying, become an right? expert, Larry, and you should be. Yeah, that's what Larry yeah. Joe did. You're not going to class. Born in September, you're a better hockey player. That's what I'm telling you. Mm-hmm. The the uh, the actual Cinderella story, which uh, came to an abrupt end against the Razorbacks, this forty and their forty minutes of hell. <coughs> excuse me, as they were known in the '90s, were the Oral Roberts Golden Eagles. Uh, they Boo. lost to the Razorbacks, seventy-two-seventy, <laughs> in one of the only games that had what was close to a buzzer beater. That's where true. Arkansas hit uh, a, a jumper with three seconds left to take the lead, 72-70. And then Oral Roberts came down and missed their final shot. Sure um, did. Max Adams. One of the best one-liners I've heard in a very long time, and usually in tournament play you get some good one-liners from the commentary. But right before the last timeout, before that game ended, I forget who was calling the game. Mm, Nussbaum I can't remember but he he said right before the commercial does Oral can Oral Roberts have get a miracle and I thought ooh look nice little like you know little religious fundamentalist dig there mm-hmm. I liked it I appreciate it a little subtle <laughs> kind of thing pull out that miracle and evidently not no Jesus did not take the wheel get the <laughs> no. hell out of here no he didn't yeah no Jesus likes Razorbacks more than Golden three Eagles, Check clearly. Check three days, see how that went. But Which is ironic. This game, no, nothing. Since uh, he's Jewish and those are pigs, but evidently he was on their side that day. <laughs> yes. Hey, that's a good point. Yeah. yeah, yeah it's I mean, I don't know if it's a good point, but it's a point. It's, <laughs> yeah. I think it's definitely a hey, point. And that's, I, that is my point, okay? I came up with that point. <laughs> but, I mean, to, your, to that point, you can feed more people with pigs than you can with one dead pastor. Golden Eagle. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. I'm in Oral Roberts. Oh, yes, there you go. Yeah, Oral B. What do they make toothbrushes there or something? What's the deal? Yeah, uh, I was right. doing some. I was doing some reading on old Oral Roberts. Uh, he's a prosperity gospel. Oh uh, yeah, guy. Uh, guy. Oh, yeah. So yeah, how about uh, that? Quite interesting. Yeah. Let's they keep spend- this. Uh, let's keep this college basketball thing going. What we got next? <laughs> what's, yeah. What's next? Let's see. Oh, yeah. Mike Woodson to Bloomington. Old Woody to B-Town. Oh, my God. Honest to goodness. Here we go. (laughs) Yeah, Mike Mike Woodson is the current assistant, well, not anymore, but assistant coach at the New York Knicks um, heralded pro program right now. Mm -hmm. Uh, He's coming back to his uh, alma mater and, uh, I guess, his home state of Indiana. Oh, he's a Hoosier. After Archie Miller was fired uh, with no cause and paid a $10 million buyout from the Boosters. Now, I don't know where you guys want to take this, but I'm going to say this real quick. I don't think, maybe I'm wrong, but I don't think when the Boosters paid $10 million to run Archie Miller out out of the program, out of Bloomington, that they were expecting to get Mike Woodson, Michael <laughs> Dean Woodson. No. Has, yeah. Who has zero college coaching experience <laughs> as their next coach. And the coaching experience he does have is subpar. Yeah. 
he was the former uh, head coach of the Atlanta Hawks, former coach, head coach of the New York Knicks. Storied programs. Yep. And now the current assistant at the Knicks, which I guess they're trying to get, like, there's like three or four assistant coaches from the Knicks. Uh, they're trying to bounce? That are trying to get out right now. Oh, yeah, so. man. Well, that's Just before it gets good. Hey, they're coming yeah, back, man. They were about 500 for a good part of the year. Anthony Mason and Charles Oakley and Patrick Ewing, John Starks. Remember those years? Those were great. That was the early 90s, by the way. (laughs) Yep. Well, Big City, Adam, you are the only person, I think, who's qualified to speak on this as being both a Hoosier and a Coastal Elite. Yeah, that's a this? good point. That's a good point. Yeah, so I think it's I think your your booster point is very interesting. If if I had just put down ten million dollars to get rid of somebody who was doing okay, like he wasn't yeah. doing great, but he wasn't like uh, he had a winning record, right? Every year was he he was above mm-hmm. five hundred, which you know yeah. is a low yeah. bar. Three or four but, years, and I mean he definitely would have gone to the tournament last year had there been a tournament. Right. Yeah. Last year was his best year. 2020 was his best year. He got roaned. Yeah. He I'm surprised that yeah. more people didn't get a pass for this. Like, all the coaching changes that there have been, that, like, the pandemic gave no one a pass, which I thought was interesting. But That's a good point. Um, but, yeah, it it's weird because the trend seems to be to hire someone exciting and this seems to be a hire for all of the old people in Bloomington. Like everyone, because when you hire someone that worked, that played for Bobby Knight, that's, that's it. Like they played for Mm -hmm. Bobby Knight and that's great. And like, there's, you know, there's been a quote, like what people ask Bobby, what they thought of the hire. Cause he has to like sign off or bless it, which I think is weird. It just seems so weird that like a, a, a program that was, you know, maybe not bigger than Bobby Knight, but he wasn't the only, well, I guess he was the best part of it. But I, I don't know. It seems like they all just want to recreate Bobby Knight. And that's, we don't live in that world anymore. And that sort of trying to return to that world seems like a fool's errand to me. Um, all right, here's a question for you, big city. My, Mike Woodson or Dan Dockage? Huh. Oh, well, gosh. so they both <laughs> get into the same bus, and then the bus just goes into the Grand Canyon. You know, yes. that that was one of the first things I thought was like, oh, he's going to hire Dan Dockage. And yeah. you know what? That's what I, I thought, too. I, I thought, actually oh, no. don't hate that, because oh, no. that means he won't be calling games anymore. And so that's... Yeah. Or have a radio okay. show. Right, yeah. He'll be too busy yeah. sitting on the sidelines and all that. So, yeah. 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 So that's a, that's a very good point. And, and I think this... <laughs> Uh, Woodson might work out, um, but yeah, it's just like got to get rid of that goatee. With that goatee's got to go. It is, it is it's a terrible. dense yeah. goatee. Yes, but do you really think it's okay, like it's painted so, on? So the 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 rumor was, well, there was a report out that said they had hired Thad Mata, who was fired from Ohio State, I think, in 2017 because he had bad feet. And and he was hired. I mean, he was recruiting. He was recruiting in Indiana. He That's footist. In Maryland. Yeah, you can't I mean, dance with he, bad I mean, feet. He got Greg Oden and, and Mike Conley from from here in Indianapolis and, and Lawrence, uh, Lawrence Central. No, Lawrence I always North. forget which Lawrence it is. Lawrence, Lawrence North. North. Yeah, Lawrence the, North. The green one. Yeah. And uh, he was recruiting at a very high level. Ohio State's a, actually a great job because they have a ton of money and. 
you don't have as much uh, pressure as you do at a place like Indiana that's a basketball school coming up as a football school uh, it, it, the tides have turned but uh, uh, well they're not tides here sir uh, <laughs> the winds have changed the, there we go the winds <laughs> are changed yes <laughs> uh, so he got fired because they said uh, physically he couldn't he couldn't recruit Right, so he could they, that he he's got bad legs, he's got bad feet, he's got yeah, bad it's back. footist. That's what I'm saying. They he's were footist. footist. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Feetist. But but that came out that he wasn't hired. <laughs> but I believe he was then hired as the assistant athletic director of basketball, which uh, Big City uh-huh. Adam you pointed out on Thursdays. Yeah. It's a totally real, <laughs> like how a totally real position. Let's get yeah. let's get super acute with this. Yeah, which was which did not exist, no. right? Right until okay, until Thad Mata came along. Which it sounds like to me, you know, that he he did they did offer him the job, but he didn't pass a physical. So like, well, yeah. you go, oh, we got this piece of paper conspiracy, that put, yeah, that you put your name on that says you are now an employee of Indiana University. Now we have to find a position for you or fire you without cause and and then pay you your entire contract that we've agreed upon. So what so, I hear you saying is Mike Woodson is a puppet coach. Oh, yeah, and absolutely. Mata is in charge, <laughs> and Woodson's just... Because Woodson is, is more able, let's say, that he's going to be the one out there pacing the floorboards, but Mata's making all these decisions. I think it's very similar... Uh, if I could put on my speculators cap, that it's very similar to what happened in Arizona State, or at Arizona State with their football program when they oh, yeah. had Herm Edwards. Ah, oh, uh huh. Big Herm. Where you had somebody who had a lot of perf- perf- well, uh, yeah, we'll call it professional success. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sure. <laughs> That's what we'll say. Uh, well, he knew why they played the game. Him. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Right. You play to win the game. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. Um, he did have a pick six in a Super Bowl, but nonetheless. Yeah. 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 And he also had the. Uh, oh no, that's Tony Dungy. Did Herm Edwards play for Who? Minnesota as well? Uh, good Just question. I don't know. Okay. Anyway, I'm not familiar with his playing career. <laughs> My <laughs> point is Philly. Philly's what I know him as. Uh. That I think they brought in Thad Mata to kind of like put his arm around Woodson and and kind of guide him through the entire uh, college coaching process, which is very different than the pros. We got a yeah. salary on Thad Mata. Uh, not off hand. I don't think so. Yeah. I mean, that is a smart. Like, if you're going to hire a coach that's never ever been that a sucks. college coach. <laughs> <laughs> That's also terrible. But like, if you're going to pick a bad coach, get another bad coach to show him how to coach. Yeah, but I mean, exactly. he doesn't have to walk or anything. It's cool. Yeah, but I mean, I, he just has to show him the way. I guess in theory. So yeah. like, it's if you've already committed to the one thing, it makes it a little easier to to have someone you can rely on that knows the ins and outs. Maybe, um, mm-hmm. so, uh, provided he hasn't forgotten. Or, you know, whatever. Uh, another issue I have with this hire 
again, I'm not like a humongous IU fan, but you know, I grew up in Southern Indiana, so they were always around, uh, and I like to see them do well. But the rumor is that the first assistant he is looking to hire is Larry Brown, <laughs> who is. God, a phenomenal coach, hill. but also God. in his 80th year of life, which is, this is not an ageist statement, it is in fact old. And histor- <laughs> history has taught us that like it is harder for our elders to reach the youth. So we've got like 18-year-olds. Yeah. They're recruiting. Yeah. I mean, they, you can learn from an 80-year-old. I'm just saying like it's not like, oh, let me inject some... Uh, some excitement about my my first hire. It's going to be the eighty year old Larry Brown. Mm-hmm. Who you don't think Larry again, Brown's like putting out like clubhouses and TikToks, right? <laughs> yeah, Larry yeah, Brown. Not, Larry Brown's definitely on Clubhouse. He's like, come check out my Vine. <laughs> Wait, what's a Vine? Wait, yeah, they're gone now. Are yeah. we still Vining? Ah, dang. Are we still Vining? Dad so gummit. to put a boat to put on. To put a bow on what's happening in Bloomington is we have a coach that has never coached at the collegiate level and therefore has never recruited a player. Mm-hmm. We have an octogenarian who possibly po- who is is a suspect on the ways of the youngins, mm-hmm. so we say, and we have a weird assistant director of basketball on Thursdays when it's sunny outside and the wind is under 20 degrees or 20 miles per hour. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. that can't walk. So he's not recruiting. So things are looking up. You know, I I, I have heard that Bloomington is a very uh, skatable campus. So you just (laughs) put some inlines on that bad boy. He's zipping around. Touche, sir. Touche. If you never have to walk, who needs feet? Touche. Uh... And the the last thing I'll say about this is I'm also not an IU fan, but I think that I think that college basketball is better when blue bloods are good. For sure, Mm -hmm. except for Duke. Yes, and I and I think it college basketball is better when Indiana is good. It's more interesting when Indiana is good. It's when when we have Dukes, North Carolinas, Kansas, Indiana, UCLA. We have all those people playing at yeah. a high level. Yeah, we don't have that this year, and it's been interesting. But I, I think generally it's better when the best, when the good teams, when the Kentuckys and the Indianas are good. So, yeah, I agree. Yeah, I'm, I'm disappointed with, with just like, what are you doing? I don't understand. Uh, my biggest hangup is you spent, you spent a ton of money on a guy. Then you paid $10 million for him not to do his job. Then you signed a guy to a six-year contract who's never coached a college game in his life. Right. That's what yeah. you got for your money. You spent. Yeah. Meanwhile, what's Kelvin Sampson up to? Yeah. Just He's being in the Final, final Four. Just sending text messages from the Final Four. Just texting recruits from the Final He's Four. Just doing selfies while he's laying down on the court with the Final Four logo painted on it. <laughs> and, and possibly getting his son a job at Oklahoma, his former job. That's right. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, we don't, we, we've talked a lot about IU basketball, but it seems like for a, uh, that they needed to get out from underneath the Bobby Knight shadow. Right, like if you if you have a historic program, you have to it's have someone like take you. It's been years. I know they've they've tried for twenty years to do it. 
Yeah. Let me rephrase. They've tried a little. They've tried to try to do it. And I feel like Archie <laughs> was maybe like be trying. Yeah. Archie was maybe like the most trying to do it. And when it wasn't an immediate success, there now it seems like they're like, well, let's just lean back into it. I mean, well, and that's the thing. Like they don't have. To me, they don't have the. They're not they they're not at the station now where they only give a coach four years. Like you're not you're not 1980s Bobby Knight IU anymore. Like mm-hmm. you yeah. don't just get to throw people out. You know, you don't get to Gus Mal's on people because you're not that good. Yeah, you know. Isn't it funny that we all get kind of worked up about Indiana basketball? It's just embarrassing. It is. If you're gonna put all this, the, well, except for Coastal Lee Adam. If you're gonna put the name of our state on your jersey, then like show up, show up yeah. and show out. Come all on, out. yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. What else we got? All right, let's pick, see here. Pick something. It does. It doesn't. Yeah, have just to be, hey, hey, spin the wheel. It doesn't have to yeah. be right. order. Spin the wheel. All right, we're gonna mix it up. Spinning the wheel. We've got uh, Utah Jazz versus Birds. Birds. Boy, don't we which, ever? Which birds? Whose birds? Yeah, what you happened? Th- there's a headline that the Utah Jazz uh, go into a game and their plane, their chartered flight, ran into a whole flock of birds. And the picture I saw on the article was uh, a whole bunch of blood on one of the engines on the plane. Yikes. Now, I read this a few days ago, so I'm not, I'm not boned up on it, but I think there was an emergency landing. Is that correct? Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah, they, so they like there was somebody who uh, mapped the flight path. Oh, of, okay. <laughs> because apparently you can do this with any flight now. You can just like there's a, a website you can go to. Yeah, it's that's wild. That's wild. It's we can wild. do that, but we can't get we can't like plan for birds. Anyway, yeah, uh, yeah they post took nine eleven. Do we really need to know where the planes are exactly? I mean, <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> is that big of deal? Uh, yeah, it took it's off. An interesting it, point. <laughs> yeah, and it just made a nice oblong oval. What what have you? Took off, turned, birds turned right back around and landed. And it looked there was blood on. Oh yeah. I mean, the few pictures I've seen, like there was blood all over the nose of the plane. One of the engine casings was all messed up. And what's it? What's wild is I don't understand. Like. Uh, so, oh, since Andy's not here, I'm gonna ref- I'm gonna make mention to everyone, so you can get a free trial of Paramount Plus streaming oh, for one month, <laughs> where you can watch your Picard and your uh, Star Trek Discovery. Oh yeah. To that point, I've been watching a lot of Star Trek Discovery, and okay, future the, the future existence has solved. It seems like they solved the bird problem long ago. And I don't know how we're... We've been flying now for however many years. And birds... Over 100. Who were flying before we even started are still, like, a big issue. Yeah, I... I feel like a lot of times it's either lightning or birds. But, but, but historically, that's the way it should be. Like, the indigenous people... Peoples, I'm going to say people because I was accused of murder when I threw out a nest of birds. But they, so we've, we've covered people. it. They were invasive, and so you did your duty. But it's so, <laughs> but we are invasive to the sky, right? They mm, that's the interesting. Indigenous creatures. Yeah. So, uh-huh. so we need to adapt to them. Why should we call? We're not trying. We're trying to colonize the sky, right? 
So and, that's a, that's a fair point. Have a colonist mindset. The friendly skies at that. Colonize the sky. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I want to decolonize the sky. I think this. I like that the birds are taking and that we have we haven't solved the <laughs> bird bang. The birds are back. The bird so bang. you're you're pro airplane, mid air collisions yeah, and absolutely. emergency landings. He's yeah, pro. Indigenous, he's indigenous he's pro avian. Yeah, right, but I'm, pro, I'm I'm not saying we have to rid the skies of birds. What do you want to do to the birds? Give them all a bunch of like contaminated blankets? <laughs> yeah. no. Get out of here. I'm just saying, can't we, can't we detect where birds are? Can't we make a sound that birds don't like that they avoid us and we avoid them? Can't we like it's, live in a harmonious world with birds where they're not flying into airplane engines? It's interesting you say Surely. that. Surely. It's interesting you say that. I've watched a documentary about airports one time. Back in the day, at some point, <laughs> I'm sure right, you yeah. did. At some point, yeah. it was 3 a.m. and it was YouTube. Yeah. No, I yeah. hear you. I mean, it's a documentary <laughs> if it's not, you know, if they're not actors, correct? Yeah. Back in the day, yeah. three weeks ago, yeah. they <laughs> actually have hawks and falconers that work at mm. airports that to to scare the birds off. Did Obviously, in um, in Salt Lake, Salt Lake City. They have yeah. none, no such thing, or those, uh, yeah. I mean, maybe those well, birds unionize, and they're like, we ain't working. I was here first, man. Yeah. You got to move. Yeah, what? I'm, I'm not going to move. Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, you yeah. want to do the evolutionary argument like Snoop. It's about territoire. We own the skies, <laughs> yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah, they were there first. I mean, yeah. we're, we're trying to push Delta ain't out. got jack know. on me. I'm a bird. I, I I appreciate I appreciate their uh, stick to itiveness yeah. and saying no this is this is yeah. our land I do all this sans jet fuel yeah exactly, exactly. and they just kamikaze <laughs> yeah. themselves into those Rolls Royce engines and right. and there we go that's right there we go yeah yeah I'm just I feel like we should there there could be a system that you know warns the birds that scares them away just ever so slightly and gently here's the thing you know those deer whistles that people glue on their bumpers why don't uh -huh. airplanes mm -hmm. have bird whistles all over them yeah yeah that's mm. great do do airplanes have horns can you honk an airplane Damn, that's horn? a great know question <laughs> like because why aren't there horns, horns? The airplane the, hey i honk at pigeons i honk at squirrels they get out of the way you should invent the airplane horn dude you'd never have to be yeah, on this podcast again <laughs> <laughs> Well, this is a labor of love, you see. <laughs> okay, so first off, I'm going to... Uh, Big City Adam, when was the last time you drove anywhere and you honked a horn? Well, not too long ago, I rented a car. Oh, that's Oh, no. Right. Okay. I, so I, I also borrowed a friend's car yeah, uh, two days ago, no, three days ago, and drove to Home Depot. Mm. I did not honk the horn. I did not need to honk the horn. And when you say you honked a horn at a squirrel, you meant a rat. Yeah. Dragging yeah. a pizza. Wait, what's the difference? <laughs> yeah, right. One is a bushy yeah. tail. They are I forget. Are those not the same family. thing? That is a good point. They mm -hmm. are both rodents. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the second... Tree rat. Tree rat, for <laughs> sure. Uh, the second question is... Um, if you had an airplane like horn, this. what would it sound it's called like? called an air horn. What? Uh -huh. Yeah, that's a good question too. Is there going to be like there is now with the uh, with the terrestrial horn that you have <laughs> sort of like two 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 honks? <laughs> the terrestrial, you know, 
say we're talking yeah. terrestrial <laughs> horns here. Now, um... <laughs> exactly. There's a horn language that cars understand, that drivers yeah, understand. Yeah, that's true. Right? There's the hello horn honk. There's the get the hell There's out of the way uh, horn honk. There's the what the hell yeah, are you yeah, doing yeah. horn honk. Yeah. Would this have to would a, this be pre-established or would this be an understood among pilots that that you know yeah. this is just a friendly Hong Kong cake, hey, you know what? So I'm, I'm coming I, in hot. Yeah. I think so I don't think that horns will work in having planes not run into each other. I don't think we live in a world where that's a that's going to be a thing. Yeah, you bank in a But we also have radar and sonar and all of that, yeah. so I feel like that should take mm-hmm. care of itself. Uh, but with birds, it uh, what yeah. is the bird of prey that eats the goose or whatever? Whatever. What kind of birds flew into the plane? Yeah, well, I'm guessing it was geese or something. Was my guess. Well, I yeah. assume geese it's, too, yeah. but I have no idea why. If they were geese, then they had a well. And can you, and, you know, yeah. I don't. and can you imagine the? Well, what is the apex thing? bird predator? An eagle. Yeah. So it's just a really loud ass eagle noise, and it is, as long as you're not running into other eagles, you should be fine. Yeah. I don't think that that's true, and here's why I'll say: uh, if it were geese, I don't see a lab coat. You're no scientist. True. <laughs> here's here's my experience, but, but this is anecdotal. Here's my experience with Canada geese. I'm bigger I'm, than a Canada goose. I will kick a Canada goose down. Yeah, <laughs> right. This is this is well, but it's in, it's inarguable, right? I'm bigger than a Canada <laughs> goose. Right? Thus far in our yes. experience, yes, that, you are larger than a Canada yes. goose. Yeah. Okay, here to fourth upon yeah. this hypothetical. Of all the known Canadian geese. Mm-hmm. Yes. I have been larger yeah. than. That's yeah. fair. Yeah. Yes, true. There might be a big-ass uh, goose out there, dude. <laughs> I don't, <laughs> don't know. I don't know every... Yeah, I don't, I'm, no, I'm not been to all parts of Canada. I don't know what happens in the northern Northwest Territory. Here's what I do know, though. If, there, if I'm running down a path, let's say, the Central Canal towpath here in Indianapolis, and I come upon not a, a goose... Sponsor. And that goose, and that goose hisses at me. I give the goose the right away. Oh, sure. And I am clearly larger than the goose. Just sure. So I think mm-hmm. maybe the goose st- stood on that runway and hissed. Yeah. Thinking that this <laughs> it was this, balling. Yeah. Yeah. Like no, you need yeah. to move because this is clearly where I am going to be, sir. <laughs> and, and that's not what happened. Could you imagine the Doppler effect on a plane horn? That'd be weirder than hell. <laughs> right. I think that's probably, you know, when I was thinking about this earlier, the Doppler effect was the primary concern. Yeah. Because be I like, don't know how far. Damn, I didn't hear that horn until that plane was a mile away, a mile past me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I can only hear it from the back, man. Yeah. I think, you know, this yeah. is a good question for, for Mikey. Yeah. Sound guru yeah. or minister of sound or whatever. Uh, how far can you shoot sound forward whilst flying nice. at like three hundred miles per hour? Yeah, but I think I, I think the lower the frequency, the less ability you have to control how right. it's dispersed as well. So right, like lower frequencies I mean, are omnidirectional. Yes, we're exactly. also acting yeah. like That's why plane those bass guns didn't work. Also acting like plane engines are quite quiet. <laughs> Are, are already yeah. loud. Right? <laughs> yeah, are already like things, like, are, things aren't already con- compared to the sound of a right. jet engine, or maybe two <laughs> or three or four jet engines. Yeah, yeah. that's a fair point. I mean, what I'm hearing is yeah. these these geese don't care. 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't think the problem is that they don't hear yeah. it coming. I think that it's coming at 535 <laughs> miles per hour at them is the concern. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, they they get they got up to eight thousand feet for some alone time and whoopsies. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Caught an engine on the chin. They just had to get away from the kids for a minute. <laughs> Damn, look at this big ass bird flying at me. Yeah, yeah. Or maybe all the planes oh, shouldn't man. be white. <laughs> Let's. That's, that's maybe if it were colorful. Yo, what's the can, uh, can, geese? Can eye? birds see color? Yeah, they can I see color. I don't know what their visual spectrum is. For sure they can see color because that's what all the birds of paradise and all their iridescent stuff, they got to see color. It's true. Did you just do a little shimmy when you said it? Yeah, when the, you, never watched, uh, you, did. you never watched... You uh, did. You never watched Sir... I've never watched. I've never watched Sir you do it. David Attenborough <laughs> and his special on the yeah. Birds of Paradise and they're just shimmying around. Those guys yeah. got moves, man. That's, that's fair. So, so here's what I'm. Uh, so maybe the 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 horn out. <laughs> Obviously, the jet is already loud enough. Unless but it's a frequency thing. Maybe it's a frequency thing. It might be a yeah. frequency thing. We fly dark planes in the day, and light planes at night. Yeah, that should help. Well, what Maybe about we should just like, incorporate some more lasers. I feel like we don't have uh, enough yeah, lasers in our lives yeah, either. Lasers or yeah. like onboard birdshot cannons, where like when you lift off of the <laughs> runway, you just start blasting constantly firing cannons off of your yeah. plane. Yeah, that sounds great. They, they should have they should have cat cannon, right? Because bird, cats and birds are like natural adversaries, right? Oh, they just shoot yeah. cats out of a cannon. Per Hanna Barbera, yes. Per Hanna Barbera, yes. Bur- yes. <laughs> I'm I, uh, citing both Hannah and Barbara in this argument. <laughs> yes. Correct. Uh, yeah, I think the cat would be Sylvester specifically is a natural adversary to the bird. So I think mm-hmm. he just had a cat cannon that shot cats out. But when you cite this They're in probably, your paper, you have to put Barbara before Hannah because in Turabian it needs to be an alphabetical mm-hmm. order in your footnote. Mm-hmm. Yes. yes, in Turabian, that word we all know about. Yeah. <laughs> Chicago style, <laughs> Chicago manual style. How about that? Uh, okay. gotcha. MLA. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> gotcha. I think we solved that problem. What else? Dude, what else? We plane got? horns. Yeah. I'm, well, I'm doing a deep dive. We're gonna keep horns. it in the bird family. All right. We got the uh, the next the next topic here. We got is the Carolina disco turkeys. Maybe this is oh, the solution to short. our problem. Yes, the Carolina disco turkeys are a new. Triple A team in the, uh, well, in North Carolina. <laughs> I don't know where they're the from. Carolina actually. of North. I'll have to. Yeah, I'll <laughs> have to. I'll have to look uh, where exactly they they're located. But they are basically an amateur. They're the part of the All American Amateur Baseball Association. Oh, they're going to play in Winston Salem. And oh, sure. Uh, yeah, so they're an amateur baseball Tobacco team Row. that has a new logo, and I gotta say, guys, it's, it's hot amazing. to death. The disco, tur- it is. The the disco turkey is a, it's it's a it's a uh, uh, what am I trying to awesome. say here? A peacock. It's a oh, peacock, it is a peacock. Right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So a, a disco turkey is essentially like what a trash panda, right? So like a, a raccoon, you call a trash panda. <laughs> disco turkey, peacock, and it's it's. It's a peacock that's dressed like uh, John Travolta circa Saturday Night Fever. Saturday Night Night Fever, yeah. Mm -hmm. And and here's what I like about it. 
uh, everything. The second thing I like about it <laughs> is the color choice. They went with a little bit of like a, what would you call that? It's not quite purple, but it's not really a blue. Is it like an it's indigo? A, I was going to say like an indigo. It's a phthalo blue. Yeah. Phthalo blue and a <laughs> right, little bit of, of like a, yeah, and, and, a, and a, what is that, burnt umber? Yeah, like it might a, be a raw like umber. A, might a be light, a raw umber, yeah. A, mm-hmm. a light mm-hmm. orange. I mean, the, the the color is perfect on it. It is dope. And it's not just... He needs some chest uh, hair, though, don't you think? Or some feathers popping out of that collar? Something. Yeah, yeah a little plumage. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this it thing is It is super gone, cool. Yeah, and it's gone viral. It's, uh, people are talking about it. Like, I think MLB po- posted something about it. And this is an amateur team. SB Nation is where I saw it. Barstool, ESPN... Fox Sports, they were all... So we're not breaking this, is what you're telling me. No, we're not breaking this thing. I wish we uh, Shucks. You yeah. guys ever heard of... Not, you not ever heard a, of Peacock Call? No. So you got one? In my experience, I was down in Florida once, and I had driven, like, all night to get there, and I fell asleep, and I wake up at, like, 5 o'clock in the morning, and I just hear... And I'm thinking, oh my God, some woman is getting attacked. And I get up and look out the window, and there are like three peacocks just strutting around yelling, help. Oh, you didn't run out your front door? You just peeked out the window? No. I, How brave. I just oh, peeked yeah. out my window. <laughs> How brave. I mean, it's How Florida, dude. Maybe they deserved it. I don't know. I don't know what's happening. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So this sure. team has been an unbelievable success. They sold out of all of their merchandise in the first 23 hours that their online store was available. Yeah. It, it's amazing. When's Homefield going to get this comes one? From, oh, yeah. Good question. Uh, now, I, I believe Coastal Carolina is also in this area, and they also have a history of... Uh, awesome bird related mascots in the Chanticleers which is like Ooh, a yeah. big fighting rooster so I don't know what it is in the in the uh, waters of North Carolina but they come up with some pretty sweet bird mascot logo so check Coast, it out Carolina, Coastal Carolina is in South Carolina Conway but it's close it's same Myrtle place. Beach basically it's all the it's same it's close yeah, I mean, well, North what? Dakota, South Dakota, North Carolina, South Carolina. Right. Is it is it the water that makes drives all these Carolina teams to use a version of teal? Oh, that's a because good like question. the Ooh. like the Charlotte you got the Panthers, the Hornets, the Panthers, the San Jose Sharks, the Chanticleers, and the Disco Turkeys all have. Mm-hmm. Well, a a variation of teal or that light blue with a hint of green is that a well, is that a water tribute or what is that? Well, even question. like if you look at UNC Asheville and UNC Wilmington have some like Wilmington has like a kind of a green that I would it's it's like a green that reminds me of water more than a like like necessarily this teal, but maybe That's it interesting. is. Maybe it is because like. When you think of Miami teams, you can think of like the teals and the co- the coral mm-hmm, colors. Mm-hmm. Like, so, also when I think about yeah. all these Carolina teams, it just makes me go to menthol, tobacco row. <laughs> you know, they're just menthol teams. Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. 
Yeah. Menthol. Yeah. Uh-huh. Sure. Yeah, Winston-Salem. Sure. Yeah. Shoot. Yeah. 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 There you go. A little mint. Well, we got a few fresh. minutes left. What else we got? Minty what else do we got? Let's see here. We've got... You know what we didn't put on here? The 17-game season of the NFL. I'm just noticing that. Oh, well, well let's oh, talk yeah. about it then, because the Colts got let's a great matchup. Let's talk about that. Matchup. The other ones are kind of sad anyway. Colts got a ma- great okay. matchup, week 17. Tampa Tom comes to the Circle so, City. So the NFL has approved a 17-game season, three games for the preseason now. Oh, is that how uh, they're doing it? I wondered about that. And Roger Goodell has, yeah, and Roger Goodell has also come out and said, that he expects um, to have full stadiums for the entire 2020. Real quick season. aside, Goodell juices, yay or nay? Okay. Oh, for Thank sure, you. without Thank a doubt. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, he uses the same guy Jerry yeah. Jones does, without yep. a doubt. And and, and Rusty yeah. Hart. <laughs> Rusty Hart's Jerry Jones, uh, illegitimate child. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who's yeah, nearly the same age? Take. Take. <laughs> yeah. Paternity take. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, the NFL expects full stadiums, 17-game season, which means that if you are a 1,000-yard rusher, you are averaging 59 yards per game. Uh, What do you guys think of this? I don't like it. Thoughts? No. I don't think anyone likes it. I think the only people that like it are the owners, right? Yeah, well, naturally. Mm. You know what I don't like about it, though, is they tag it on to the end. Which may, which screws up how they changed the schedule, what, maybe 10 years ago now, where you play divisional games at the end. So that oh, that's right. what I don't like about it, is it screws oh, up that whole weird. thing. Oh, that's weird, yeah. Yeah. At first I thought, so like, we, well, if you had the start, it's not, not much of a difference. But just, like, the starting time, they could start the games earlier. Yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah. I, I don't think there's been a ton of support for it, but I feel like it, it feels inevitable to at least all the all the stuff I've seen like the player reactions it's just like well that's what they're gonna do well, and it just so. reduces your game check right I mean yeah that's what I was gonna yeah. say is like every every contract that has been negotiated up until this point has been under the assumption that there's that's been right. 16 games except I, I had heard a couple not that they were gonna change it but the assumption on some of these larger quarterback deals was that they will eventually go to 17 games yeah so they were paying them more thinking that you're going to spread it out over a long season so there will be more there'll be more revenue for the owners but everything up until this point every contract has been the assumption that this is a 16 game season now you just tacked on an additional game an additional week and you're not changing well, and they're going to be stupid games like they used to be before they scheduled divisional games in week six, in week <coughs> seventeen. Now there'll be a week eighteen, but week seventeen games. Remember before they scheduled where the Colts always played the Titans or Houston or Jacksonville in week seventeen. Now they're just going to bench everybody, unless you're on the bubble. What do the right? What do they? What is the? Has anybody read what the reasoning is for the week seventeen? For the seventeenth matchup, because it, it was oh, it's like all how they scheduled it prior to this. Yeah, you were playing two games against your division. You're playing one other division. Well, the if from your conference, one uh, the other division from the other conference, and then you were playing the two teams 
from your conference that were in that's a good question the same I didn't I didn't look at enough schedules I think I looked at the position. Steelers I think the Steelers have Seattle the Colts have Tampa Bay those are the only ones I remember off the top which is interesting because those are both AFC NFC matchups so are they cross divisional matchups or are they considered more like the wild games you know in a 16 game season you had your conference twice the opposite league's division once and then you had two wild games so is this just the third wild game probably has to be with the way they do the schedule there was no wild games there. yeah there were two games that were that were were just random because you are, they're not random no but, but they go through anymore. yeah over the you're, years they go through them but while you're playing whoever was in the same place as you in right. the conference right in the other yeah. division so like if you got second in your division in the AFC then you're already playing the second place team from like another division because you're playing how far do they go out with but that is playing, it just one year yeah one year but then you're playing every other second place team from your conference so if you were second you're going to play every second place team if you were third you're going to play every third place team I don't like it. They should you just they saying? should just so do the never, daily three. It's never it should been a be wild ping pong card. balls. They should just pull it out. Oh, you gotta play the Ravens <laughs> three times this year. Here we go. Yeah, ping pong right. balls. There you go. Yeah, because that's what the NFL loves: lack of control. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they've <laughs> Great always, point. Yeah, they've always yeah. said like just just go with God. Jesus, take, take the, the win. <laughs> take the win. Somebody else mentioned that it. It would have been more palatable had they added a another a second bye week. Yeah, college used to do but that because like I think that's the thing because sometimes like their bye weeks can happen kind of early. Yeah, if you in got the a season. week five bye, you get screwed. Yeah. Oh, here we go. You yeah. guys ready for this? And then so here's how that this is how it's picked now, which we just went through home and away against the three divisional opponents. Then the four teams from another division within your conference on a rotating cycle. Then four teams from a division on the other conference on a rotating cycle. Then two intra-conference games based on your standings, which is we just explained. But here's how. Here's the last one. Here's the 17th game. One interconference game based on the prior year's standings on a rotating four-year cycle. These games match a first-place team from one division against the first-place team in an opposite conference division that the team is not scheduled to play that season. The second-place, third-place, and fourth-place teams in each division are matched in the same way each year. The home conference for this game will rotate each season. But the Colts didn't win the the division, and they play Tampa Bay. But they were already slated to play somebody within that, so they had to pick somebody else. Oh, okay, okay. Right? Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> it's dumb. Yeah, that yeah. is stupid. I think it's easier just to call them wild games and not think too much about it. Yeah, agreed. I think so. Agreed. Let's go back to calling them wild games and just uh, assuming they're random. Yep. <laughs> yes. Yeah, well, that's it. We did it. We did sports episode 184. As always, I want to thank the Minister of Sound, Mikey. Get with us on this whole Doppler effect thing. Jet Belly Music, the Commissioner Brandon Casburn, Food Editor Dennis Chu, and the Honorary Ball Boy. We're this going week Huskies is. this week, fellers. Uh, uh, ball Girl. Mm. We have uh, Paige Beckers, who is uh, Women's NCAA Basketball Player of the Year. First freshman to ever win that honor. Ooh. Wow. Congrats. Yeah, she's she's leading the Yukon Huskies to hey, the dude, final she four. Can we ball. didn't go over that. I watched some of her highlights. She can ball. 
Women's Final Four uh, is UConn, Stanford, Arizona, and Baylor, I believe. So three ones and a My Gamecocks were out this Arizona year. Beat, I know. They didn't make it. Arizona beat IU yep. to make it to the uh, to the Final Four. Neat. All right. Find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or email us at sportssportsportspod at gmail.com with any questions, headlines, or topics you want to discuss. And don't forget to rate us and subscribe. New episodes will be there every Thursday where we will ask, how about some sports? How about it?